everyone. I'm so excited to be here at 60 Minutes Spill. I have been waiting for years to finally get invited to the couch to be able to come and talk to y'all about so much. I know this show has been going on for, is this like three years now, Iris, that y'all have been recording? Every episode with me feels like a year. So yeah, I think that that's, yeah, we're here at year three. (laughs) That's what you told me, right? You've been recording for three years, but you're just releasing them. People don't know this. This is behind the scenes. Behind the scenes. Well, mm-hmm. guys, I as you, you can already tell that we have quite the personality on today. And for those of you that know Lupe, you know how fun and rambunctious he is and how contagious his personality is. So yes, you are a very special guest to me. And I wanted to just go, go over a little bit about like who, who Lupe is, where he's from, what he's all about. Um, Lupe has a degree in gender and ethnicity with an emphasis on the Mexican-American community, which is where we are from. That's our culture. Um, We both grew up together in the Rio Grande Valley where we are heavily immersed in culture. Um, We grew up all things Mexican in our community. So Mm -hmm. I love that he chose to dive further into that in terms of educating himself properly. And congratulations on obtaining that degree, by the way, Lupe. It makes me very proud. Um, Aside from that, though, do you want to kind of introduce your new um, crown that you've received (laughs) from Yelp? So yes, this is this is kind of a big deal. I was crowned Yelp's first ever chief pizza officer. And before you pull out the Blue Lives Matter shirt, um, not that kind of officer. Like I'm I'm not gonna go into a little Caesars and like shut them down. My job is to find the 18 best pizzerias in the United States. And like Ira said earlier, um, we're from South Texas, and so I have decided to use my pizza authority, pizzority, if you will, to really highlight Mexican-American and South Texas pizzerias. And so I have been finding some really crazy shit. I found a hot Cheeto pizza. I found a buffalo chicken pizza. Mm-hmm. I found a taco pizza. Girl, it's been wild. It's been exciting follow me on social media, see all the pizza. It's been amazing. It's like literally the best job you could ever have in the entire world. And I was literally going to jump in and say, they say dream jobs don't exist. You literally summed up my dream job. Can you guys imagine being able to travel around, try different kinds of pizzas, getting creative, maybe having to pop a few Peptos here and there, but nonetheless, getting paid for this dream, absolute dream super jealous of you, but also congratulations. And if you guys have a minute, we're obviously going to be tagging where you can find Lupe on socials and you have to check out his, was it like, um, the video, like an interview or what was like an audition video that you made for this? So yeah, in order to get the gig, you had to do an audition video. And I remember like, I got the email, like it was literally like two in the morning, Iris. I got the email. I'm waking up Anthony and I'm like, babe, Babe, I just got an email right now and Yelp is hiring a chief pizza officer. Like, can you read this? Like, can you read this real quick? And he like read it and he was just like, you'd be really good at that job. And I was like, right? 
okay i'm gonna think because i feel like i could create something really good girl tell me how i didn't fucking go to sleep till like four in the morning but here i am and, and she's eating say, fucking pizza and they say that nothing good happens after 2 a.m lies guys that's a total lie look at this live changed overnight so congratulations mm-hmm. again and I am, I'm really excited to just follow you along on this journey and you guys definitely should too. So again, we'll, I'll maybe like share that little, your video that you sent in. It was the cutest thing ever. I was actually just looking at it with my mom and my sister and we were cracking up. I'm like, it does not get old. Um, and it's no oh surprise that they chose you. You did a wonderful job. You're so creative and you're so entertaining and I just love watching you. So aside from that, they have a ranch in South San Antonio and are married to the most amazing man named Anthony, who I hugs and kisses Anthony. He's just the sweetest, most genuine person. Iris, and I don't have- feel comfortable when you <laughs> give my husband kisses. No, I just, I think it's wrong only because whenever I've tried to kiss Diego, like you get real fucking pissed. And so like, I just, like, I don't like, if we're not going to like one for one, like, I just like, it's not right. Fair, 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 fair. Okay, fine. I oh, thank will. Thank you. I'll just control myself from now on, but thank you. Yeah, you guys also share two adorable little fur babies, Prince mm-hmm. and you're a dog. Yes. Y'all are dog dads, and what's that life like? Um, it's chaotic, but I love it. We named them after two queer iconic artists of the past, Prince, and then like the rock band Queen, and love. so like also royalty but like also queer iconic artists of the past so like there's a meaning like obviously there's always layers like it's never what you think it is there's always a gag like we have to keep people going like I can't give you all my tricks you know what I mean yeah and they're not basic dogs they have they can't have just basic names they have to have actually I feel like this would have been appropriate time for you to say they're not basic bitches because they're dogs and I failed I'm not used to that like I'm not trying to be mean but like you did fail like this is your podcast but like do better like I'm not trying to be mean your back is hurting right now right from carrying the show like (laughs) not that I mean just like our friendship I carry so much I cannot. And this is exactly why I wanted to have Lupe on. So moving into our actual episode, there were so many things that I was so excited to talk to Lupe about because clearly we can have a conversation together. What were some of those things, Iris? The people probably (laughs) want to know what those things were. Well, actually, they were pretty deep, guys. I'm not going to lie. They were pretty deep. And I did not want they to be uncomfortable or feel any type of way although you were pretty down right Lupe you were not you were neither here nor there but I think it was only appropriate to hear what he they had to say and you suggested having an episode on food and at first Mm -hmm. I'm not gonna lie I was kind of like food eh, what 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 do you mean I mean yeah I could talk about food all day I could eat food all day but what exactly would the content consist of and I mean everything (laughs) and once they started Mm -hmm. kind of explaining to me I'm like let's do this who better to have on to discuss food than our food connoisseur Lupe who's now our chief pizza officer so here we are let's talk a little bit about food nostalgia relationship with food family recipes I mean you name it they thought of it so where would you want to start Lupe Hmm. who's cooking at your house who does the cooking, Iris? And I'm not trying to shame you right now, but also who does the cooking? <laughs> okay. Who does the cooking, Iris? Who cooks? As, as of lately, 
nobody is, you know, who's been doing the cooking. My air fryer has been doing the cooking lately because life is busy. It's summer. And these kids want to eat like 12 meals a day. I go grocery shopping. Have you seen lately? I've been like, even when I do curbside and I'm kind of just like sorting through the food items, Mm -hmm. I'm like, this was not $7 and 65 cents before. Mm -hmm. Like when did this shit happen? Better get my butt up and go check these prices for myself. And sure enough, everything is just you know, more than ever now we're starting to like get creative with recipes and budgeting Mm. and all that. Um, because yeah, it's expensive. And when you have a bunch of mouths to feed, like it's not fun. So I do the majority of the cooking. What about you guys? Wait, so you do like you do the cooking, like you cook. I mean, yeah. You know what complicates because like you have 30 jobs, no, I do. I do. I do. do. Yeah. You're cooking. (laughs) he thinks what that he just looks cute or what and that that's enough food for your soul or catching us no not that loco este he doesn't cook so so he does like i think it's pretty it's pretty even the complicated part is that we have two toddlers well they're not really toddlers anymore they're growing up like are they toddlers yeah they're not toddlers but they should have dogs yeah so i'm like i don't know what their children i don't know (laughs) yeah no no no. they sure as hell are still in that toddler phase of like chicken nuggets every night you know like they're not their palate has not really diversified much at this age that's kind of like that's honestly kind of rude because like anthony and i are still chicken nuggets every (laughs) night and so that's a little fucked up iris like, I don't feel like a dependent. I am not a liability, Iris. Oh, my goodness. If you are still eating chicken nuggets every night, you're a dependent. I don't care. Sorry. Shout out to my friends who are constantly Victoria Longoria. <laughs> don't come for Victoria Longoria. Victoria Longoria is literally like, if I could wake up tomorrow and be any woman, it would be Victoria Longoria. Like, <laughs> hey, if I, I could not- wake up. But like, honestly, I don't like, I do not have the patience to be Victoria Longoria. Like, (laughs) oh girl, the (laughs) lashes, the nails, the lips, the every, like she's a moment. Like she walks in, like for those of y'all who don't know who Victoria Longoria is, like if you have not been able to experience what is Victoria Longoria, she is like if Mariah Carey was in the valley and was in real life and could do your lashes like victoria is everything that i wish i could be and everything that i believe i am it is rumored that when she walks in a room you hear mariah carey's voice mm-hmm. no that's actually as factual as factual look at this as factual it's One of my best friends in the world. She's an absolute queen, stunning in every way. I love you, Victoria, but seriously, queen of chicken nuggets. So, you know, moving on, what I was trying to get at was it's exhausting. And if any of you listening have children, especially picky eaters, it's hard to meet everybody's needs. And I've tried to talk. Wait, do you have picky ears in your house? I do. My two little ones. I'm trying to tell you, like, it's but- exhausting because it's, you want to make sure everyone's fed and everyone's happy, but I get to the point where I'm like, you're going to eat it or you're going to starve, you know? And so I have a stupid question. I have mm-hmm. a stupid question because obviously I've never raised a baby myself. Yeah. I have dogs, um, but don't kids eat what you put in front of them? Like, don't they just eat the things that 
are you feed them since they're babies? Possibly children in the 90s that had, I don't know, some sense of respect um, for their parents, but not anymore. These children will not and they'll protest. And it's absolutely exhausting because I've they gone protest. through protest. Yeah, I've gone through it where I'm like, you know what, y'all are gonna eat it or you're gonna starve and they'll starve. <laughs> they'll starve, Lupe. Like no. they'll literally be like malnourished. So I'm just like their pediatrician was like, feed them what they want. If it's chicken nuggets every night, easier on you. Hold and on, so- pause. Is your nutrition dietitian pediatrician person are they a caucasian yes ah por eso no pues por eso no 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 you broke iris you broke <laughs> you should have never gave into the request like hey, this I is literally when, completely. <laughs> when america deals with terrorists we do not budge like you stand your ground iris these kids will eat the frijoles if they have nothing else Oh my God. You know what? This is very, I'm having like an extreme epiphany right now. Like I have definitely caved and I need to work on myself, but in the meantime, I'm not going to lie, you know, rotating through the three choice menu of what they're eating that night has become kind of easier for me where it's harder is when I'm on my health kick and I'm eating right and trying to like take care of myself, I can never be on the same page as my mm. significant other. So when he's doing well, I'm eating like trash. And when he's eating like trash, I'm trying to be the better person. And our poor little teenagers kind of just like yo-yoing between like, what are we eating today? Are we back on healthy stuff? Like, are we getting Chick-fil-A tonight? So that's where the struggle is when you have a larger family and there's too many people to please. So sometimes it gets easier to just do the least. And yes, sometimes DoorDash becomes your best friend because it's like, I'm not doing this tonight. I just got home from my 20th job. I'm tired. And so, yeah, it's to answer your question, like who does the cooking? It just depends on who has the energy and like the bandwidth that day to like get it done. But we are very much equal in a sense of if the kids are hungry and I'm in the shower, he will definitely step up and say, I got them. You go do your thing. Um, yeah, we're not traditional in a sense of like, I have breakfast, lunch, and dinner hot on the table at seven, 12 and 6 PM. Like that's not a thing. Um, but what about you guys? Do you do more cooking than Anthony? Would you say? So, I think- uh, yeah. Like I'm going to be real. I'm going to be real. Um, I do the cooking in our house, um, because Anthony works full-time like Anthony works from 10 AM to 7 p.m. because we still live in California time, but we live in Texas. So like we work California time in Texas. Um, And like the reasons why I cook is because like, I feel like, okay, like he's already doing all of this. And like, I have my fun pizza gig. Like I go and I do that. And like, that's like, those are like weird hours. You know what I mean? Like I'm usually at pizzerias when they first open or right when they're going to close when they have the least amount of people in the restaurant. And so most of the time I'm like, I get to be here at the house and do like most of my stuff on my laptop. And so I'll cook breakfast. I'll usually like warm up leftovers for lunch. Um, Or if I go out to lunch with friends, then I'll bring him home a plate because if I go to lunch here, that's like at noon, by the time I bring it home, it's two. And that's when he has his lunch and then I'll make dinner. Um, But also I feel like a big reason why I do a lot of cooking at the house is because um Anthony has a problem um and I didn't know that I was going to be talking about this live here on the air in front of everybody up in front of America I think this is national right is this international 
Oh, this is international. It's international. Um, we have a few listeners in Australia, mate. Not mate. Girl, I think that was a racism. You're going to get canceled <laughs> probably. I don't even know. Like, don't even say my name's Lupe. Like, don't even tell people. Don't tag me. When I saw 1% listening in Australia, I'm like, this is awesome. Hey, whoever you are listening in Australia, don't stop. Like, we need you. <laughs> They're like, already stopped last episode. Like, don't even worry about me. But um, so the reason why I don't want Anthony to cook is because Anthony feels like his spiritual gift is to use every utensil in our kitchen and every pan and it gives me anxiety. And so that's why he does not cook in our house because he cooks and he thinks he's on master chef and he's fucked up so many of my pants, Iris. Like I will take photos and I will send them to you. They are black and they were supposed to be white. Like, no, no. So he is not in my kitchen because of that. Okay, this is something that he does. And maybe your listeners can understand but he's one of those motherfuckers that likes to use a spoon and he uses it one time to take out like, I don't know, some obscure thing. Like he'll get like mayonnaise out of something with a butter knife and like literally just uses it once and throws it in there. And I'm standing there next to him. Like, am I not going to use a butter knife? Are you the only one in this house who uses butter knives? Like, like, I do not understand this culture around using a utensil one time. Like literally we don't have water anymore. We're in a water crisis and he doesn't believe that. But in all seriousness, guys, please be Are you very... a one time? Are you a one time user? No, no, no. Um really though, bring awareness to the drought right now, guys. Like Google it and oh, yeah. do your research because it's a serious thing and I'm very scared. Yeah. Um, but haven't you guys ever heard of like leaving the knife on the edge of the thing? Like when you make a sandwich and you're like, I might want one more. Let me just leave this knife right here on the side and come back to like, it. I feel like if Jesus was alive today, that is what Jesus would do. Like, I think if we're being honest with ourselves, Jesus would not throw it in the sink. Yeah. And but if, if people... you were a 90s kid, you would know that every decision you make should be, you should always ask yourself the question, what would Jesus do? Even in, you're making a sandwich, like you have that knife and you're about to leave it inside the sink. Like what would, is that what Jesus would do? No, he would leave it on the edge of the sink in case someone else wants to, you know, have you ever seen someone eating a sandwich? You're like, damn, that looks pretty good. And they've already put everything away. You know, it's more inviting when everything's still there waiting. Right. And then they come and make their own sandwich. So, um, but you know, let me just be completely honest. I'm Anthony in my house and it drives, oh. There is no, you use every dish in your house. Not only do I use every dish, another, we're talking about toxic traits in the kitchen, right? Like, I think it's safe to say another toxic trait of mine in the kitchen is, you know, do you have no. any of these measuring spoons or measuring cups that are like in a little ring? Yes. Yes. Okay. <gasps> no, yes. no, Iris, you do not use one and throw all of them in the sink. Iris, no, I knew you weren't a good person. I fucking <laughs> knew it. And this is exactly why I came here today to out you to everybody. You do not do that. I use one third and then I toss the whole thing in the sink and they're all like. <laughs> Iris, this and it's is always, why Diego's broken. 
Like, it's this all- is why Diego is the way he is. Like, literally, when I look at him, he looks like he's dying. And this makes so much sense. Like, pobrecito. It's always some sh- icky shit, like brown sugar or something that, like, gets <laughs> Like, I'm not trying to be mean, but I think you're the problem. Like, you- honestly. <laughs> you know what else I have a tendency of doing that he hates? Oh, my gosh. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I Can I guess? Yes. Please don't tell me that you're also the same person that like uses cereal and leaves the smallest amount that's like meant for an infant child. Like the amount where you're like, you could have just made a large bowl of cereal, but but instead you literally decided to be evil and keep this box of Fruit Loops in here so that I could believe a lie. Okay, that no, I had food in this no. house. He's that person. That's him. And he's like, I, but that's so different. No. That's oh, different yeah, yeah, yeah. The favoritism begins. Or oh, you know what I can't stand that's been happen- happening lately? I what? go to the Tell freezer. Me. I go to the freezer and what I I pull out like a box of something and it's no. empty. <laughs> like, oh. what why would you put an empty cardboard box back in the freezer? Make it make There's- sense. I'm not trying to be mean, but why are you still married to him? No, it's not him. I can't figure out who it is, but. Girl, um... put her in the system. (laughs) No, honestly, like, I don't even like Aubrey. Like, I'm not trying to be mean, but it's her, huh? It's gotta be her. It's got, you know why? Because teenagers are so stuck on their goddamn phones that they don't even know what they're doing half the time. And I'm like, if you could just get off your phone, you would realize that this box of ice cream sandwiches has no ice cream sandwiches in it. And it belongs in the trash can. And she's like, oh, sorry. Oh my God. No, sabes que? I'm glad that we have dogs. (laughs) No, 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 no. But no, mm-hmm. another thing that drives him crazy that I do is oh, I'm so embarrassed, but like I'll put plates with like food still on them in the sink. Wait, like what do you, okay, give me an example what you mean by that. Like if there's something that I don't want to toss in the trash, like say it's like it's cereal, for example, or okay. like rice or something we have a garbage disposal like that's literally what it's for and he's like it doesn't matter you still have to toss that shit out into the trash can and I'm like no because then when we take the trash can out all the food is like all at the bottom and that's how leaks happen and the trash starts to smell Mm. you can just utilize the garbage disposal to toss the food in there and like you know make it go away and it's just like an endless argument that we have about it so I mean, I'm respectful. If I make something that he hates, like he hates tuna, my God, he hates it. He hates the scent. I wash everything immediately to like make the smell go away. Um, So, I mean, I'm mindful, but like, there's just always certain things that like you and Anthony, like we just don't see eye to eye. Um, Both of us are the same in a sense of like, we cannot cook in a dirty kitchen. Like we can't function in that environment. So, Mm. you know, if there's like mess everywhere, it's like, yeah, no, no meals getting made right now until all this stuff is picked up. But I will so say that- I have a question. I yeah. have a question. So let's just say that you have some guests coming over. Okay. Like if you and Diego are like gonna make a meal to impress people who are coming to your house, like what are you gonna make for them? Like, you know, like these are like maybe childhood friends, like these oh no, Sabes que they're co-workers mm-hmm. that have never been to your house before. Like, what are you gonna make? Because obviously you're not going to order in, right? Like, are you right. going to order in? You're not going to do that. No, no, no. We wouldn't order in. Are you going to get Olive Garden? 
Absolutely not. And um, my coworkers would never be invited to my house, but that's another story. Um, but like, say it Ooh. was friends or, you know, I mean, my coworkers live like all around the States. Like they don't live, Got it. Got you it. know, so that doesn't yeah. apply to me like directly. Um, but I mean, Diego's list is much longer than mine. He's extremely he's talented. Um, he makes the most delicious tres leches cake It is his mother's recipe and it's to die for. Um, he also makes incredible barbacoa, which he got the recipe from a close friend of ours and has just kind of like mastered it. So that's another Sunday morning, you know, dish that he'll cook up for like, um, guests of ours. And then he loves to grill. So like he makes good fajita, like he'll make whatever out there. Um, and my list is a, a tad shorter, um, but I do have a few enchilada dishes that I really enjoy making, and I can definitely share those recipes. And then one of my favorite things to make that I've actually had the pleasure of making for you is my mother-in-law's recipe of lasagna. Um, That's mother-in-law's recipe? It is, yeah. That's I so al- sweet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's her recipe, and I love making it, and I make it for people who... I love, and they always love it back. And so, um, I also have a really great secret recipe that she also shared with me for a potato salad. Um, and so I love making it and that's my dish that I bring places when I get invited somewhere. That's usually what I make. And it's always a hit. Don't want to, these are like, these are like foods that remind you of like growing up, like, well, and I'm assuming like they remind Diego of growing up they remind him of growing up because they're his mom's recipes. And that's mostly why I asked her to show me how to make them because, um, food is definitely a love language for us. And Mm -hmm. I really like the, especially since we don't live back home, I like to bring that home with us. And I like to be able to like offer him up some of his favorite things that his mom used to make. There's definitely much, many other recipes that I want to get from her, learn from her, but, um, I haven't had the opportunity to do that since we don't live near each other, but yeah, those are definitely some of my favorites. Those are not my childhood favorites. Um, and I share a little, a little like recipe that I made today. Definitely go ahead. So, um, speaking on like making your spouse's like childhood recipes. So I actually had my mother-in-law teach me her salsa recipe and her hummus recipe and I made both of them today oh. like every time I make it I'm like babe does it taste like your mom's and he's like yeah it tastes like my mom's and I'm like sabes que you don't need her no more see you have me sas <laughs> sas you could finally cut her out my favorite sas. thing my, my <laughs> mission accomplished no. I my thought favorite. that's why we were learning the recipes is that not why we're learning the rest like I thought that was the right my favorite like I thought thing. that was the plan that may be your intention and I don't blame you but my favorite thing is when they say when you ask is it is does it taste like your mom's like how she used to make it and they say it's better and I'm like (laughs) not the flex not the flex she thinks she's flexing honestly earlier when you were talking about Diego making babacoa and tres leches like I was just imagining waking up and you're like beautiful brick town home and I was just like imagining like Diego waking me up in the morning with like a platter of tres leches and babacoa for no reason because those two things do not go together and just being like wake up babe babe wake up I made you tres leches like no reason right like it's six in the morning and he has like a big glass of coffee with I don't know why it's in a glass but it's in a glass with tres leches cake and babacoa 
like that's what I'm that's actually when I die and I go to heaven like that's how I believe when my eyes open up again like before Jesus greets me it's going to be Diego with tres leches and babacoa and then imagine yourself in the restroom like two hours later Santa Maria Madre de Dios because that shit does not sound like it makes as well oh I'm dying and now I really want barbacoa this Sunday um, guys, for those of you who are not Hispanic, I always have to like shout out to my non-Hispanic listeners. A lot of these all three of y'all, we love y'all, all three of y'all. <laughs> oh my God, it is so hot in my house right now. My light bill is probably like $5,000. So we're trying this thing where like we turn off one AC unit because we have oh, two God. and it's not, this is not it. Like this is no, 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 like, no, Iris, Iris. The heat of this laptop is ending my life slowly. I'm just melting. Um, (laughs) But yeah, I knew things were bad. But (laughs) do you need me to get you out of there, or at least do you need me to get Diego out of there? Like, if you need me to get him out of there, like maybe it's his body. He honestly, you know, come come to think of it, the barbacoa this Sunday doesn't sound so good because that slow cooker's got to be on like all night. You know, it smells so strong. And now I understand why my friend. I've never made barbacoa. I've never been in a house that makes it. I've never, I've never experienced that. It's amazing. And I never thought about it, but like Carrie, our friend that shared the recipe with Diego, he makes it in the garage in the slow cooker. And I'm like, that's weird, but all right, whatever. And now I know why, because when Diego makes it in the kitchen, the aroma, like you literally like will be dreaming that you're like on a cloud. Oh, it's amazing, but it's a bit much. Like it just, mm. it intoxicates. I, I actually have one of those aroma stories. I remember being here in San Antonio in the summer, visiting my dad and his wife. Mm-hmm. And this bitch, she doesn't like me. And so I'm allowed to call her that because she's called me some ugly things. Okay. But she like at six in the morning was making charro beans and I just remember waking up with such a horrible headache and I was just like I can't run away from this because it's so hot outside and this whole house like you have you ever been assaulted by a smell of food and you're like I literally cannot sleep like this is this the smell is so loud i can't explain why it's loud but it's a loud smell and like you literally cannot sleep and i still remember that it was trauma honestly yes have you guys ever felt personally victimized by a scent of food because yes i have and you just brought back the worst ptsd ever from early saturday mornings this just happened oh early saturday mornings okay in my childhood okay if you're a 90s kid saturday morning meant that you would get up and watch a couple of hours of cartoons because if you were like Mm me i did not have cable um i didn't we didn't have youtube nothing like that so sat tgif friday nights were like when you would watch boy meets world and oh my god i remember that and then saturday morning was when you would get up at the crack of dawn and enjoy like a solid two hours worth of cartoons and if you Mm -hmm. woke up at 10 a.m you it was too late like you missed it you're watching jack hannah yeah yeah (laughs) yeah like jack hannah's in the like laguna seca what is it laguna mother i don't even know what it is he's there like looking at some pelican Trash. Like he's looking at a pelican he's wearing a lot of beige he looks real sunburned because she doesn't use sunscreen for some reason 
like that i remember i was bringing up that trauma about jack hannah exactly. to anthony the other day but yeah. tell me the story what happened tell me you well, were assaulted i would wake up early to catch all the cartoons and i remember being so excited at my little bowl of fruit loops or whatever i was eating and then my grandma i don't know what, what would possess this woman at like literally 8 a.m to start making liver what do you, have you ever smelled liver being cooked igado mm -mm. for those of you who are hispanic no. i don't know Iga, what igado igado and no it's igado. literal liver guys it reeks it smells so disgusting that you really iris you still remember this it smelled so gross that I would literally be gagging and she would be like, oh, if you don't like it, you can go outside until I'm done. And I would, but it was like, I'm like, no, like this is the only chance I get to watch cartoons. I'm not going to miss out. And so I'd just be sitting there and she'd just be ruining my experience. I love my grandma to death, but that was really traumatizing for me. That or when my grandpa would, he was a big salsa and chile person. So when he would like, mm. and he would like them toriados, which is like, I don't know how to say that in English, but pretty much like, it's, is it fried? I don't know what it is, but he would- Oh, they would fry the chips. He would fry them and like, no, not chips, like chile, like actual pepper. <gasps> so the whole house was on fire. You would literally- And then be, it was so hot in yes, the house. Yeah. <gasps> and you would be- That's honestly, that's child abuse. Like, that's <laughs> child abuse right there. Like Aubrey no. should count her blessings because that's no. child abuse yeah tell me about it like yeah so those were quite traumatizing and what i don't get is how they'd be chilling in front of that stove just cooking all cool like inhaling all the fumes like not a not not because a they're immune they're immune mm. but you know what immune. i do experience that now when i make um bombers like when i make jalapeno bombers any of you i don't know if any of you guys make them you feel you gut jalapeno. I do. They're so much better than buying them store-bought. And obviously here in Texas, like- Hold we, on. You mean to tell me you buy a jalapeno, you slice it in half, you core that bitch, you stuff it with cheddar cheese, you then dip it in bread, in panko bread, and then you deep fry it? Oh, I think we're talking about two different bombers. I'm lying. I make bacon-wrapped jalapenos filled with cream it's cheese. so ghetto here. You don't even know what the <laughs> hell you make it. No, see, this tells me everything I need to know about Diego. Like, honestly, like, he's in that hot-ass house right now. He <laughs> hey, ain't that, even eating no him. barbacoa. That is on him. He's the one that's into the phase of Don't budgeting. you talk about Diego like that. You know that he could live a better life here with Anthony and I. You choose to keep him there suffering in that house hey if he does move with y'all all three of y'all gonna pay child support because i could be down for that we have three kids so each of y'all could take one and we could work something out let's talk about it how old is you know what i'll take aubrey because she only has like four years left so i was guess sus we'll take that one moving on yeah what i make is yeah i make those jalapenos and i I got them. Yes. I remove all the seeds and like, just in that 15 minutes that I'm doing that and slicing all of them. Cause I usually make like a dozen of them. Um, mm -hmm. do the kids eat? Um, my sister's kids love them. My niece and my nephews, like uh, each boy they're not picky. Go, yeah. They're, they're at that age where they're open to trying new foods. And so they absolutely love them. But like, yeah, I'm standing there over the sink, like washing them and like taking all the seeds out. And I'm like, ugh, like my eyes are watering. I'm coughing choking and i'm just like how did that woman do it 
how? And mm-hmm. it's beyond me. It's truly beyond me. But those are a couple of things that we enjoy doing. Um, I don't think I got to ask you what your dish to impress is. Like, what do you, what do you like making? So it depends on who I'm having over to the house. Um, if I'm having a friend who's vegan come over or who's like vegetarian, I'm going to make vegan chili. Um, I learned how to make vegan chili because my sister's vegan. And so I was like, how can I, you know, make things that like she can come over and eat that like I enjoy. Right. And so I learned a really, really, really good vegan chili recipe. Like Iris, like I'm not even kidding you. It was so good that I entered a regular chili competition and I did not tell them and I won first place. And then after I won, I told them that it was vegan because I didn't want them to be biased. That is absolutely incredible. I have to have that recipe. I have a few super close friends that are vegan, including my dear friend, Ashley and her husband. And so I would love if they ever visited me, I could make them that. So send that recipe my way. If you don't mind, like guys, if you guys are down, I'll probably take a poll after this. And if anything that we described, (laughs) obviously not the liver, but if there's anything good that we, you know, talked about, you guys want the recipe, we'd be more than happy to share it. Um, Can I tell you what I make for my non-vegan people who come over? Absolutely. Go ahead. So if I have non-vegan people coming over, I'm going to make a pot of charro beans in the slow cooker. And then I will make um, carne guisada from scratch, or I'll make chile verde, which is like chile verde is not like a Texas thing. Like, have you ever had chile verde before? No, I don't think I have. So it's um, pork loin that you like dice, kind of like the same size as carne guisada. And then you put in um, a lot of green salsa, like bay leaf, garlic, and you just let it simmer in the slow cooker for like hours. And there's other seasonings that you put in there as well. And it is so good. Like it is so good. And then I'll make like, if I'm really trying to stunt, like she'll make some homemade flour tortillas. Like if we're really trying to do this, like, like that's what she's making. Like we're going to do that. Like, I'm not going to lie. Like I've actually sent Anthony back when we were in California, like I sent him back to work like with a pack of flour tortillas for his boss wow. like I was like we're gonna do that like we need yeah. you to get a raise like we're not making enough did it work Things... it did question mark I don't know <laughs> maybe I don't know I'm impressed and now I want to invite myself over for a nice little hmm. I mean our house has been open to you and Diego mostly Diego but it, our house has been open <laughs> Thank you.